You're listening to the Fertility Academy podcast, episode 11. Today, we're taking a deep dive into one of my favorite therapies to help you on your fertility journey, acupuncture. Let's do this. Welcome to Fertility Academy, a podcast where we provide you with information and tools to help you optimize your fertility to grow your family no matter where you are in your fertility journey. We offer interesting, creative, and evidence-based information and give you practical tools to help you get closer to your goal of building a family. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a fertility-focused acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner, board-certified fertility specialist and fertility coach with over 10 years of experience helping my patients build their families. I'm so glad you're here with us. Let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome to Fertility Academy. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler, and I'm so thankful that you're here with us today. Today, I'll be having a conversation with Sonam Patel, who's one of my brilliant acupuncture colleagues at my clinic, the Toronto Reproductive Acupuncture Clinic. She and I have been working together for a few years now and have seen many patients together. Today, we're going to talk about the ins and outs of fertility acupuncture, what it is and how it can help, how it works, safety considerations, what it might look like if you're doing fertility acupuncture as a supportive therapy within an IUI or IVF cycle, what the research says, and how to find the right practitioner to provide fertility acupuncture for you. So before I play the interview, I want to share Sonam's professional bio with you. Sonam is a registered acupuncturist, licensed with the College of Traditional Chinese Medicine Practitioners and Acupuncturists of Ontario. Her practice is at the Toronto Reproductive Acupuncture Clinic. Her main interests are in treating hormonal health and fertility issues and supporting pregnancy and labor. She is committed to helping both women and men with their conception goals and works to understand all their fear, frustrations, and concerns surrounding them. Sonam will support your journey in fertility, whether it be natural or alongside assisted reproductive technologies. So without further delay, let's play that interview with Sonam. All right. So welcome, Sonam. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Me too. I An honorable mention, which has been kind of thrilling for me. I've been interviewing some people from the clinic as of late, a couple of the naturopaths and then you today. And it's been interesting with COVID because we work in clinic and we're all masked up and wearing PPE. And so when we get to have these podcast conversations, it's great because I get to see your face. It's so nice. Oh my gosh, I know. It's so crazy not being able to see people's faces anymore. Like, I feel like that's such a way that people connect. So it's kind of like crazy that we it's been almost a year now right it's been almost a year yeah at the time of the recording we're we're in January right now and we're 10 almost 11 months into the COVID pandemic so a lot has changed and I think about how in clinic we see our patients face to face at least once a week but half of them if I saw them on the street I wouldn't recognize them because they're wearing masks all the time so I don't know what half their face looks like it's so interesting Oh my gosh, exactly. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, I have never seen, like, you would never know to see them outside <laughs> who they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so let's dive in. I've already told everybody a little bit about you professionally, but I'd love for you to tell us about who you are and what you do and why you got into doing what you do. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I guess it all kind of started. I did my undergraduate degree at the University of Guelph. So I started that in human kinetics. And um, I also did a minor in nutrition. 
And then from there, so I knew I wanted to do something in healthcare, but I kind of wanted to explore, you know, the holistic side of things. Actually, my one of my sisters brought it up because she was at the time getting more into that for her own health journey. So um, I was like, okay, let me look into that. And especially in women's health, because I am the youngest of four sisters. So as you might be able to tell, like that kind of piques my interest in terms of knowing what, you know, menstrual cycles are all about, because I feel like growing up, I didn't know much about that. And I still hear that to this day. A lot of women like me, like the majority don't really know what's going on with their cycles. So you know, I remember back when I was like 13, I think I spotted for a whole month and I just didn't even know like what that was or why that was an issue. So I think, you know, just kind of getting more educated in that respect and kind of helping other women in terms of their journey, because I, I, you know, have been fortunate enough not to have crazy issues with my health, but I wanted to kind of focus on that because it's something that, you know, really piqued my interest. So when I, you know, learned about acupuncture and how it helps so many different things, but specifically in the care of a women's health, I just thought that was amazing. Like how cool is that to be able to do something that can help people and, you know, go in a direction where I can still be in healthcare and, um, you know, help people feel amazing and not have to take, you know, the pill or, you know, just other medications to, to be able to go about their day because, you know, cycles are coming every month. People need to, you know, go about having a normal life. Right. And some people have debilitating pain where they can't do that properly. So I think it's really important to, to, you know, first of all, get people more educated about their cycles and then also just be able to maintain either, a better lifestyle or, um, you know, try and get to somewhere where they can help prevent, um, future issues. Uh, so yeah, so I got into acupuncture and I just have never looked back. I think it's just an amazing medicine and, uh, and I'm so excited and, and happy to be able to help so many people. Isn't it such a privilege to get to go on such an intimate journey with people in the fertility specialty? I mean, we get to talk about such deep, profound things with our patients because it's such a deep biological urge to procreate for a lot of people. For, for some people not, but for a lot of people mm -hmm. it is. And so we get to, you know, immediately enter this interesting conversation with our patients. And I think that uh, you know, as few, as um, fellow acupuncturists, we have this amazing lens which with with which we get to look at the human body, and we can see, you know, menstrual cycles and menstrual irregularities as a good thing because it it ends up giving us clues in terms of how we can help people. It helps to guide us in terms of how we can lay out the treatment plan and help to care for people. And it also acts as a gauge to let us know if what we're doing is working. And to be able to look at that through the Chinese medicine lens is such a gift because we get all this information that we wouldn't otherwise have because sometimes these patterns that we see are not significant enough to show up on a blood test or an ultrasound or something like that. But we look at this more subtle, energetic, symptomatic type of picture, and we can just make such a difference in, in people's lives. So I'm with you. It, it really is an honor to be able to practice this medicine. So thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, yeah, no problem. I totally agree. So we're going to talk about acupuncture for fertility specifically today. 
Acupuncture for fertility is one of those areas of Chinese medicine that's one of the most well-researched parts of what we do. It's been studied pretty significantly and to a, a great length, both here in North America and in other countries, uh, China, obviously. And, you know, it's really up there with acupuncture for pain management as something that's consistently being proven to have benefit or to be effective. And so what that's meant is that it's really been taken into a more serious regard within the conventional medical community. We're being regarded as legitimate healthcare providers by our medical colleagues. And that has given way for us to create and co-create really beautiful integrative solutions for our patients. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about how acupuncture can assist in somebody's fertility process. And I'd like to go kind of along the spectrum of how does it help when people are just starting to get pregnant all the way through to those really complicated, well-diagnosed infertility cases where they've done seven rounds of IVF and quite frankly, were their last hope. You know, they've tried everything else and they're like, well, might as well try acupuncture and see what happens. Um, but I find that there's kind of a common thread between all of these different stages. And so it kind of comes down to how we can help the body balance and get them to be more fertile. So would you like to tell us about how acupuncture can help with fertility in general? Absolutely. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, what I love to talk about. So um, definitely, it's amazing just as a, you know, standalone for healthcare for lots of different things. But specifically, for fertility, it is amazing at getting, you know, more blood flow into your pelvis. And what this does is to help to bring oxygen and nourishment into uh, your ovaries, which will help to grow your follicles. So you can, um, you know, have the best uh, eggs that are ready to ovulate and, um, you know, be made into embryos. And another thing it does is it brings more blood flow into your uterus and helps to build that endometrial lining. And that is the environment that that embryo is going to implant on and then, you know, burrow into and grow. So it definitely needs to be very nutrient rich and needs to be the perfect thickness and and um, you want that environment to be, you know, sustainable for that long journey ahead of, um, you know, the whole pregnancy. So this is really important, uh, having this acupuncture to to really help support you through along the way. People don't really realize that, but it can help you all throughout your journey. So it's not even just preconception, but along the way as well. Um, so I think that's amazing in itself. But then acupuncture has so many other benefits. So we as, you know, holistic healthcare practitioners, we take a look at all different areas of your health so that we can help, again, bring everything into balance. So one of the things that doing acupuncture does is to help to, you know, activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So what this is, is your, you know, rest and digest state. So we want your body to enter that, you know, beautiful state where it's relaxed and all of its primary functioning can happen as it normally would. So something is happening where, you know, your sympathetic nervous system is a little bit um, on maybe on the fritz. You're just, up, you know, you're you're doing things throughout the day, um, maybe not resting enough. So this is going to help you, you know, make sure that everything is being calmed down. And so all of those processes have that opportunity to, you know, repair things things in your body and function as you know your body should be doing 
Right, for sure. I think that something that's really important to consider is that nervous system function, where if we're chronically in a hyper aroused state, or that fight or flight response that you were talking Mm -hmm. about, that is not the time that your body wants to make a baby, because it essentially feels like your processes are functioning as if you're running away from a predator because that's how our bodies would function in caveman days and that's what that system was built for to help shunt the blood to the periphery the outside of your body to help your heart rate increase to help you breathe better but that blood flow is not directed towards the pelvic organs it's not directed towards the digestive organs and so being able to relax the nervous system to allow it to focus more on digesting your food, assimilating nutrients, getting your reproductive organs functioning optimally. That's what you're going to want to do, or that's what your body will want to do when you're in that arrest and digest stage. And acupuncture is such a beautiful way to make that all happen. So that's really great. And then I would also want to mention that there's this other great thing that we can do where If there are little things that come up from time to time, then we can treat those on the day of. So let's say, for example, if somebody is taking a fertility medication and it's giving them really bad mood swings or hot flashes in the middle of the night, or maybe they're getting headaches, you know, acupuncture is really, really great for treating those little symptoms as they come up day to day. Have you found that in clinic? as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think people don't realize they're like, wow, I didn't know that this could help with that too. And so that's just like an added like good side effect of it. So um, definitely I see that a lot. Uh, People are getting, you know, additional symptoms. And that's the beauty of this kind of medicine. It's so individualized so that we can, you know, ask those questions that day and then we can, you know, adapt that treatment that day and help with whatever symptoms that they're feeling at the time. So it's not only treating and addressing the underlying root cause for whatever they're going through, but it is also very helpful for these acute conditions as well. For sure. It's very much a day by day medicine. And ultimately, when somebody's coming into the clinic, we want them to leave feeling better than when they first came in. That's ultimately our goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, we're going to talk about acupuncture in combination with fertility treatments. I think a really common concern that comes up when people aren't familiar with acupuncture is, if I do acupuncture, is it safe to combine with medical treatments? Is it going to diminish the effect of the medications? Is it going to cause adverse reactions with the process that I'm doing with my fertility clinic? Maybe you're planning on doing IVF, or maybe you're doing some IUIs, um, or maybe you're just using fertility medications. But in that case, uh, an acupuncturist becomes more of an allied health professional and a support person to that fertility process. And so I hear it a lot um, and people want to know if acupuncture is beneficial if they're already planning on doing or maybe even already in the middle of one of these treatment cycles. So could you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I I also feel like I hear the same thing because I'll have people come in, you know, right before their IUI or if they're planning, they might be like, okay, I'm going to be 
a few months ahead, I have a funded IVF cycle coming up, I want to start preparing. And that is, you know, optimal, actually, to help to prepare beforehand. So um, acupuncture is amazing at just kind of getting your body prepped and ready, because it can be used on its own to conceive naturally. But then uh, alongside, if you're doing any um, you know, art processes, um, then like IVF or IUI, then definitely can be a supportive therapy that you can do alongside that. So, um, definitely it is, uh, something that you can do leading up. So what this does is we work with, you know, different phases of your menstrual cycle so that we're helping to prepare your body, uh, and do different treatment principles along the way. So some people ask, you know, is there a, a good phase of my cycle to start in? But it can be done at any point. Like it can, it, you can start at any point in your menstrual cycle because there's different um, goals along the way that we will want to hit. So um, definitely, you know, in your menstrual phase where you are, you know, having a period, we're helping to encourage the blood flow along so it can shed that old uterine lining. And then in the rest of your follicular phase, we're helping to direct more of that blood flow into the ovaries. And we're just prepping your body. So either if you're going towards, you know, an egg retrieval, we'll help, we're helping to get the nourishment into those follicles and help them grow bigger. Um, and then, you know, during, if you're going to be ovulating that month, or if you're taking a, a medication to suppress the ovulation, um, that's okay. The acupuncture is going to only encourage what your body, you know, should normally do. But if there's a medication, you know, at play, it's not going to just diminish the effect of it. It is something that is, you know, we're helping your body um, and encouraging, you know, the natural system or the functioning that it should, you know, do. Um, and then in your luteal phase, we're helping to direct um, more blood flow into your uterus and helping just with the flow of energy. So sometimes when people feel a lot of like PMS symptoms at that time, it's because things are kind of getting stuck in the body and um, causing, you know, pain or mood swings. So there's things that we can do definitely to help um, with that. So definitely at any point along in your in your menstrual phases that we want to help encourage you know your the natural system or the functioning that it should actually be doing um, and so definitely along the way we want to make sure that we know what you're doing outside of our clinic so if you are doing IVF we want to help to support whatever stage of that process that you're in so if you are working towards a retrieval then we're going to help with that aspect or if you're going towards doing a transfer there's a lot of different things that we would do at that point as well so we would help with um, you know the implanting of the embryo so there's you know definitely safe things that we can do so some people might want to know a little bit more about that um, definitely there's lots of people that we treat especially at our clinic that are coming in and doing pre and post transfer treatments and this um, you know, acupuncture at that point will help you to relax your body again, working um, at relaxing your nervous system, and it will help support that implantation of that embryo that, um, you know, that you're transferring into your body. For sure. And I think that it's just important to state that if you see an acupuncturist who is licensed, if you see an acupuncturist who is properly trained, if you see an acupuncturist who has a lot of experience working with reproductive medicine, then it is a safe 
uh, method of treatment to use. It's a safe medicine to use. And most reproductive endocrinologists are very encouraging for their patients to use treatments like acupuncture uh, because it's been proven to be safe in the research and it's proven to not have a harmful effect on the outcomes of whatever fertility treatment they're doing. Amazing. So let's talk a little bit about the process of how it would go when a person is coming to do treatments. So let's say a person is maybe working towards doing an IVF cycle. What does the process look like? How would their first treatment go? How often would they need to come? What do you usually tell people when they're wondering about those things? Yeah, definitely. Um, so in your first treatment, that's going to be your longest one with me. So we're going to do a full assessment. So I'm going to take a look at all different areas of your health. So I ask questions, um, you know, it's no, never too much information. Some people are like, oh, TMI, you know, we're talking about, you know, your digestive system. That's okay. There's never TMI for me. I want to know all of the details because that's going to help me treat you better. So um, yeah, we definitely take a look at your sleep, uh, your stress, all of the different things in your life that are going to be affecting your fertility. So we take a good amount of time to um, talk through all of that. I try and also answer any questions that you might have at that time as well. And, you know, sometimes that's a lot because um, when you're going to, you know, fertility clinics, sometimes you're, um, you know, kind of in and out really quickly and you're not always left feeling like you've got all of your questions answered. So I definitely try and make this a space where you um, can definitely answer, or ask those questions and I can do my best to answer those for you. And then within that, uh, with that, first appointment, you're going to get an acupuncture treatment. So for some people that is, you know, the first acupuncture experience they've ever had. So I definitely um, try and make people feel comfortable. And we take things definitely slowly in that first appointment. Um, but I, you know, my goal is to make you feel relaxed. And, um, you know, I let you stay with the needles in and, and just get the benefits of the treatment on its own. So you're left to just kind of relax and people even take a nap. And um, it's great. It should be a really nice, relaxing treatment. And I hope you look forward to coming in. Um, and then treatment um, scheduling after that, I usually do about once a week treatments is usually a good time frame to kind of look at. And this might change depending on what you're doing with, uh, you know, your IVF cycle, if that's what you're doing, or your IUI. Uh, so, you know, for instance, if you're on stimulation medications and working towards a retrieval, I might get you to come in twice a week during that time period. And that's going to help to um, get you the best follicles and get them, you know, to a good size um, before your retrieval. Uh, and then, you know, leading up to maybe your transfer, if your lining needs to be a little bit thicker, then we might in increase the uh, treatment um, frequency at that point as well. But in general, I'd say once a week is adequate in order for your acupuncture to, you know, accumulate the benefits of that in your body to really adjust to it and, and take um, the good benefits from it. And um, yeah, and then depending on what your plans are with, uh, you know, the IVF or IUI, we would work according to that. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll see you get pregnant in that cycle or um, however long it might take. But we would continue on even into the first trimester for some patients. Um, that's usually a great supportive uh 
treatment that you can do in your first trimester. So still encouraging a gentle pelvic blood flow will help with the development of the fetus. And it will also help with your health as the, the mother and um, getting, you know, making sure that nutrition is getting um, into your into your pelvis and helping that fetus grow and at that point as well, you might feel some symptoms. You might get some morning sickness. Um, you might be getting, you know, heartburn, whatever it is. That's something that we are, again, going to try and help with at that point. Uh, and then towards the end of pregnancy, there's actually some great things that we can do starting around, you know, maybe week 35 or 36. Uh, we can start helping to actually prep you for labor. So, you know, there are studies that show that actually um, having those acupuncture treatments at the end in your, of your third trimester can help you prepare for labor and actually have a decrease in the pain and duration of labor. So um, definitely see a lot of patients at that point as well. And usually by that stage, people are just ready to get that baby out of there. So um, sometimes if they are going overdue, then we can actually do some acupuncture that will help for your body to actually naturally get in induced labor. So, um, you know, at that point we would get you to come in a little more frequently as well. And, um, you know, hopefully you can avoid medical induction if that is your goal. Um, and, uh, yeah, and you can have some, some great benefits of acupuncture at that point as well, and just feeling better. Perfect. And so I'm gathering that you do advise people that acupuncture is safe during pregnancy. Yes, definitely. That is something, um, if you are going to see a trained professional in this field, then definitely it is safe. So if you're going to a person um, or a practitioner, I should say, sorry, that does acupuncture, but it's not actually like their primary focus. So say, you know, like a massage therapist or a chiropractor, they usually treat only musculoskeletal issues. So they're not actually trained to to treat fertility specifically. So when you are going to a registered acupuncturist or a registered traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, then definitely we, we are trained to know which points to do at different stages of your pregnancy. So it can be very safe and actually very beneficial to you. For sure. And so another interesting component that seems to be coming up quite, fr quite frequently uh, with the podcast is the sperm side of things. I would say that, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but it probably is. I would say 90 to 95% of our patients at the clinic are the the people with the eggs the the women the women that that come in uh, for treatments but as you know it's 50 50 you know it's 50 percent sperm it's 50 percent eggs and so can we do acupuncture to help with the sperm side of things can we do acupuncture to help with the male side of things do you treat males do you treat men for infertility i mean obviously i know the answer but if you could tell us a little bit about that that would be great Yes, absolutely. Um, I actually, yeah, I've been treating a lot of, of couples actually together sometimes, which is great because it being able to work on both partners is only going to further increase your chances of success. And um, definitely, definitely uh, acupuncture can be done on males for fertility issues. So um, some things that we see, maybe low motility or low sperm count, these can be things um, that are definitely affected by, you know, outside triggers, stress different things like that. Um, but we definitely can work on getting, again, more blood flow to the pelvis and just helping to bring the oxygen to the testes and getting the sperm to 
you know, grow or if there's something that's uh, like sperm are very sensitive, first of all. So if they're, um, you know, wearing a lot of like tight underwear, for instance, that's something that, you know, we would just say, um, try and change some of the outside factors, but definitely working internally can be very helpful. So again, we would do the same thing. We're looking at all different areas of your health. So, you know, even digestion, sleep, stress, all of those things. And we are going to help to build our pattern in terms of Chinese medicine and help to pick points along the body that will help to encourage more blood flow into the pelvis um, and to calm down the nervous system and get um, all of the, the things that are, you know, prohibiting proper functioning of the body in the male to, to relax and to be supported. And that in turn definitely helps to get better sperm health. So with men, they definitely have like a longer time frame in terms of um, like kind of their bank of sperm because they have a longer time where they can be producing sperm. Whereas women, they're, you know, they are born with that amount of follicles in their body. And then that's how many they get throughout life. And it just depletes over time. Whereas males, they're, that happens to a certain degree, but they, I feel, have a longer time frame to work with. So definitely just getting environmentally everything that we can do in order and then also get the proper functioning of their body in order is very, very helpful. So definitely um, acupuncture is amazing, but also herbal medicine. I definitely try and do both with my male fertility patients. Um, so that's something herbal medicine we're taking, we're giving them to take every day. So it takes the treatment outside of the clinic. So it's, um, you know, working internally to help with that sperm health. Excellent. And I think another question that commonly comes up is do you put the needles in the below the belt area and I always like to tell people nope we're not going to needle your penis and we're not going to needle your testes it's going to be done (laughs) distally so you don't have to worry about that at all we're going to work with points to encourage blood flow and to balance your body and bring it to optimal health using non-local points so just in case anybody out there was wondering that um, (laughs) that's not what we're going to be doing Um, no no not at all yeah I think it's really interesting to look at semen analysis and sperm health as a direct reflection of a person's internal health and the same can be said for the menstrual cycle the menstrual the menstrual cycle is again this wonderful window that we have into the interior of the body and the internal state of everything and so if a semen analysis comes back with some suboptimal levels and that could be count it could be the way the sperm are moving it could be the way the sperm are formed so do they have one head one tail one body does it look like a sperm should if any of those parameters are off then we see it as an indication that there's something that's not quite right inside and so by making people as healthy as possible or at least supporting people to be on their way to being as healthy as possible that can have a profound effect on the semen analysis. And I don't know about you, Sonam, but I find that men are a lot more linear in terms of their healing trajectory than women are. I find that when people come in with uh, sperm issues and semen analysis problems, 
if they show up and they do the work and they make the changes, it's like night and day. It happens so quickly with, mm -hmm. with semen, but with women, it tends to be like, I always say that men are like a light switch and women are like a switchboard where there's so many different moving parts and knobs and dials and things to tinker mm -hmm. with, with, whereas men, it's usually very straightforward to bring the levels back up to optimal. Have you found that in your practice as well? Yeah, definitely. And I think with, uh, with men, it's good. Cause you can kind of, they often say like, Oh, my wife told me to do this. So I'm doing it. So <laughs> they're, they're really great at taking instruction. So if they follow the advice according to plan and they're, you know, taking the herbs and coming in for treatments, then yeah, often they are seeing improvements in a, in a really like great fashion. So, um, I think that's awesome when they're able to do that. And with women, yeah, it's just more complicated. Sometimes there are mo more moving parts and, um, you know, it can take a little bit longer. It definitely takes patience. So, um, you know, on either end it can, it can, but definitely with men, I feel like there is, yeah, definitely, like you said, a, a linear progression and it, it is a little bit, uh, of an easier way. <laughs> nice. Nice. And so mm -hmm. uh, the next question I want to chat about is that there are so many options for people to choose who to work with when doing acupuncture because not only are there a lot of acupuncturists but there are also a lot of different types of practitioners that offer acupuncture so you mentioned a little bit earlier you can see a chiropractor for acupuncture you can see a massage therapist for acupuncture you can see um, a naturopathic doctor for acupuncture you can see a registered acupuncturist I think there's some medical doctors that do acupuncture so how does a person decide who to work with? I mean, how do we figure out the right person when there are so many options? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So this is one thing, um, I mean, at our clinic specifically, this is what we treat. So um, I love working with our naturopathic doctors because I feel like it's such a great um combination that we can do together and they also do acupuncture which is amazing um but they also have some great advice from uh, again a holistic perspective so i love working with our doctors at our clinic our naturopathic doctors um and and further than that i think you should definitely find somebody that you're comfortable working with so um somebody that's able to you know answer your questions and um you know that you feel comfortable talking to and working with along the way. Um, so some of the things that I think you should definitely be looking for is that this, you know, practitioner that you are going to see for fertility acupuncture, they have worked with other people that are um, going through, you know, maybe IVF or IUI or naturally trying to conceive. Um, so they should have done, you know, some further education in and learning about, you know, this area of health. Um, so that is definitely something uh, that in encouraged me to actually start working uh, or start looking at your clinic specifically, Michelle, because I love um, what you have are built. And I'm so actually really honored and, and happy to work with your clinic um, because it's something that I always wanted to do, like, and in, in work in women's health and, every, and fertility because I love babies. <laughs> but nice. um, well, yeah, thank so, you. so yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, more than that, I think it's, it's something that, yeah, you want to be looking specifically for somebody that has experience working with this type of patient and, you know, is going to understand what you're going through. So, um, something that I think we all had to kind of go outside of our box and learn because we're not, you know, 
all fertility uh, specialists in terms of Western medical care. So we had to learn all of that outside of, you know, what we learned in school. So that's something that takes additional um, research. And so I think uh, that is something that you definitely want to see in your practitioner that they know, you know, they're familiar with the medications that you're on and the steps that you're going through with the IVF clinic, because if they're not knowing kind of what you're going through in that aspect, I don't, know how they would best support you. So I'm like, we're always constantly asking, um, you know, what cycle day are you on? What are your plans for this upcoming upcoming cycle? Are you going to be doing a retrieval or a transfer or whatever, trying naturally? So those are all things that you really have to know what's going on in order to be best supported in terms of the acupuncture care that you're getting. So I think um, it's really important to to have a practitioner, first of all, that yeah, you feel comfortable with. And secondly, that is going to know exactly what you're going through and be able to best support you. For sure. And I think that in terms of looking at people's credentialing, it's important to recognize that um, when you practice acupuncture within the context of fertility, you really want to be seeing somebody who's trained in traditional Chinese medicine. So both naturopathic doctors and registered acupuncturists and traditional Chinese medicine practitioners are all trained with that internal medicine perspective for when they approach mm-hmm. treatment, as opposed to other practitioners who may be licensed to do acupuncture, but they don't have the diagnostic skills because they didn't learn that because really their main objective with using acupuncture on a regular basis is to alleviate pain, uh, muscle mm-hmm. strain. As you mentioned earlier, the musculoskeletal system is mostly what they focus on and you know pain management, injury, sports medicine, that type of thing but with us we're really looking at how to affect the nervous system positively how to balance hormones how to affect the internal health and that isn't really something that's taught just within um, you know that six-week course that somebody who's a registered massage therapist might take Um, you want to be seeing a practitioner who has more depth of study and like you said Sonam the education that people get in TCM and even naturopathy within the TCM paradigm, the education in terms of fertility specialty is fairly limited. You're going to get a little bit of pharmacology in your education. You're going to get a little bit of working with doctors 101 in your education. So, I mean, they're not going to be doing anything inherently dangerous, but you do want to see somebody who can have the conversation with you. You do want to see somebody who can ask the right questions. And you want to see somebody who's going to be sensitive to what you're going through. Because I've heard a lot of stories about practitioners just really saying the wrong thing to the Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, I, I remember this one patient that came in and and she and her um, and her wife for using a sperm donor and IUI to conceive. And she had gone to a previous acupuncturist who had said to her, you know what, if you just relax, it's going to happen naturally. And it's like, mm, oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's really not how it works when you're working with a sperm donor and within mm-hmm. a same sex couple. And so without the knowledge of how that clinical process would work and how it all goes and, and what kind of things that a person might be going through, um, there might be a little bit of room for some not so correct or not so sensitive comments. So that's another thing to uh, consider as well. And what that leads me to highlight is that, you know, signing up for a treatment 
uh, protocol um, or to work with a practitioner until a pregnancy is achieved and a pregnancy is carried out. Because really, that's what you were talking about earlier, Sonam. It's not just about egg, meat, sperm and implants into uterus. It's also about, okay, well, how can we support that pregnancy after to make sure that the pregnancy is sustained and that the person goes on to have the, the best birth outcome that they have? Like, it's not just about, can I get those two pink lines on the pea stick? It's also about how can we create the best case scenario in health going forward and then for future into parenthood. Um, and so with that said, you're signing up to have a longer term relationship with your practitioner. You're signing up to have an ongoing conversation with somebody. And so if a practitioner is really worth their salt, they're going to be able to offer you at least a free 15-minute consultation to discuss their methods with you, to be able to reassure you that they have the proper credentials and experience. And if somebody doesn't offer that, if you're not able to answer those uh, get those questions answered for yourself before you actually sign up to pay money and have treatment, then it might not be the best option for you. Um, definitely chat with, with people. You can even interview a couple of practitioners before you sign up to continue treatment with them. I always like to advise that because anybody who knows what they're doing and is any good at this will be happy to answer your questions to make sure that you feel comfortable. Exactly. That is so true. Yeah. So let's chat about um, people who are just kind of at the very beginning stages of looking for an acupuncturist. And I don't mean beginning stages of fertility journey. I mean, people can still be at the beginning of working with a practitioner, um, but maybe they're on their eighth round of IVF. There are lots of different types of beginnings within the fertility uh, journey. But if somebody is a total beginner to the idea of seeing an acupuncturist, what's one thing you could tell that person to help them get started? I would say, um, actually, just what we just talked about, getting a consult with uh, a, an acupuncturist or another practitioner, um, just to talk about what your options are, because I feel like, yeah, it can be sometimes a last resort that they come to us and they're saying, you know, oh, I've heard from somebody or I have a friend that did acupuncture and it helped them conceive. So definitely getting your information about that and just seeing um, what options and strategies that we would have to implement for your case. Um, I think that's a good place to start and just um, not being a to try it because I feel like some people come to me and I mean, after eight rounds of IVF, that's probably not the case that they're afraid of needles, but um, I guess all the injections, but definitely um, I hear a lot like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so afraid of needles, but this is so, so different than what you imagine. And if that's, you know, kind of the first thought that you have, um, these needles are hair thin the treatment should be very relaxing. So, you know, you might feel a little bit of a, of a prick when they go in, but um, you shouldn't feel much after that. So it's not uh, like if you've had acupuncture in the past, maybe for, um, you know, a muscle issue or something like that, and you've, you know, felt the stimulation a lot, this is definitely a gentle, gentle approach. So I think um, don't be afraid of that. And don't be afraid to try something that is outside of the box, um, because that is where our strength lies. It is the ability to individualize the treatment and be able to look at your body from a different perspective altogether and um, and be able to still support this journey in, in a great natural way. 
Well, I think that last sentence, which is the perfect little nugget. Thank you so much. That was, <laughs> that was great. Oh, no problem. I said it better myself. So, so and then if people resonate with what you're saying and they want to continue the conversation with you, where can they find you um, both in person and on the World Wide Web? Well, you can find me at Toronto Reproductive Acupuncture Clinic in Toronto, Ontario. So please do not hesitate to reach out. We can um, do a session. So I offer 30-minute consults, like all of my colleagues um, at the clinic, 30-minute um, free consultation to just chat about our services, what you're going through, so I can get to know you a little bit better as well. And then I can answer some questions if you have anything pertaining to um, what it would look like to work with me. So um, right now, I can see uh, uh, you via video call or phone call. So it's great. We can we can do a virtual session and get to know each other a little bit better before, um, you know, working together. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. So my handle is at good point wellness. So, you know, like that's a good point. <laughs> and I also have a Facebook page as well. So feel free to get, uh, you know, send me a, a direct message if you'd like. And, you know, we can chat further and I can, I can let you know how to sign up for a free consult with me as well. Perfect. So I'll be sure to link all of that in the show notes today so people can find those links easily. So you do work with people in person as well as virtually. If people want to just take advantage of your herbal skills to help them uh, optimize fertility, they can always get in touch with you for that. So I'll make yes. sure I put that link in the show notes as well. Sonam, thank you so much for being here and chatting with me today. Mm -hmm. I always love talking about acupuncture for obvious reasons and mm -hmm. thanks for a great <laughs> conversation oh thank you thank you so much for having me and yeah this has always been like uh, it's so fun talking to other acupuncturists about acupuncture even so um you know being able to share that with other people too is just an added bonus <laughs> for sure thank you so much so that was my conversation with sonam I hope it answered some of your questions about fertility acupuncture and how it might help you get closer to your goal of building your family and help you feel better along the way. The advice I always give when it comes to finding a healthcare provider, whether it's a medical doctor for IVF or an allied health professional for support along your journey, is to ask as many questions as you need in order to feel confident in your choice to work with that provider. The fertility process can sometimes turn out to be longer than expected, and you're going to be discussing intimate details of your body and your life with this person, so it's worth the time to find somebody that you click with. You can interview multiple practitioners just to see if you can find one that you really have chemistry with. As promised, I'll link all of the information in the show notes. If you'd like to connect with Sonam to continue the conversation, you can find her there. That's going to be it for me today. I'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. Until then, take care. Thank you for joining us on Fertility Academy. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you loved our content today, please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it with someone who you think might find it helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to be notified of new episodes. A new one comes out every Wednesday. To keep in touch with us and to continue the conversation, you can find us over on Instagram at Fertility Academy or join us on our private Facebook group, the Fertility Academy Community. Both are linked in the show notes today. Until next time, have a great week.